Hi, everybody. It's good to be here this Sunday. I am here with uh, John Morris again. He was here with me last week, and John Morris is a personal trainer and part owner of Integrity Training Systems. Uh, he was also my personal client who I helped um, lose 100 pounds and then put more weight back on. Uh, so he's uh, going to start doing some of these podcasts with us, which I'm sort of excited about just to get um, a, just a fresh new uh, voice in here because Roger and I have been doing this for a lot of years and it's always nice to have somebody new on just to present something different. Uh, Roger Semch is here with me and uh, Roger and I have been working together for many many years uh, back when we worked out at when I worked at Powerhouse and uh, even beyond that so I'm glad to have you guys here thanks for joining us on a Sunday. This podcast is brought to you and made possible uh, by our sponsor, O'Fallon Nutrition. Uh, they're available at O'FallonNutrition.com. This is the location where we send all of our clients for any type of supplement that you're looking for, any vitamin, any mineral, any type of essential oil, uh, if you need a protein powder, and then they go all the way into a completely different realm where if you need uh, gluten-free, dairy-free chocolate chips, or you need grass-fed beef, or um, pasta sauce, or toothpaste, or deodorant. The place has everything. Even when I lived an hour away, I drove up to O'Fallon Nutrition. They've been independently owned and operated for over 15 years, and I love sending business to folks like that. If you don't live on this side of the river, you still want to make the drive to O'Fallon Nutrition. We have a client that lives down in Festus, and she came all the way up here for it and messaged me and said, I'm so glad I made the trip. So if you have not visited O'Fallon Nutrition yet, please take the time to take a visit, and don't go to any other supplement store until you really give O'Fallon Nutrition a try. If you are out of town, if you're one of our out-of-state listeners, O'Fallon Nutrition will ship so I would give them a call their number is 636-240-5283 and again it's ophalonutrition.com because they do ship for free on anything over $50 you might be surprised you may find things that you're not finding at your local uh, super or supplement store and I you know I have a number of clients that listen to us that live in Springfield Missouri and I always tell them just call O'Fallon Nutrition. You know, I, you know, if you're not finding what you're thinking, you know, that we need or what I'm suggesting in town, then call them because they can probably ship what you need. Now today, um, the, you know, I love that um, I have the guys with me today because I just want to talk about, you know, offering some healthy tips for weight loss. So it seems like a very uh, simple topic or a very basic topic, and I guess it kind of is, but yet at the same time, it's a topic that literally everyone at some point in their life wants information on. And we've run a business and worked in the fitness industry, Roger, for almost 30 years, me for over 15 years, and John's been a personal trainer uh, for five years and was a police officer prior to that. But we, we have all needed to lose weight at one point or another ourselves. We've all needed to maintain our weight and work every day to live a healthy lifestyle and to maintain that weight. But we also work with people professionally to try to keep them as healthy as possible every day. And at the end of the day, weight loss is always that number one item that people are trying, trying to do. And what we are trying to do at Integrity is to teach people how to do it and create a lifestyle with it and make it not just your typical everyday weight loss challenge but to really like learn how to lose weight and how to keep the weight off. Roger, 
talk to me about patterns and just the different patterns that people have and just how that ultimately can dictate the types of results that they'll have. Um, probably one of the biggest things I've noticed about people as far as whether they get really good results or not get really good results is whether or not they're being able to set up good patterns. And patterns are going to be key. So in other words, if, if a person works, um, let's say, a double split shift, in other words, like a lot of the police officers I've worked with in the past, they'd work like six weeks on nights and then six weeks on days and six weeks on nights. And yes. you develop sure. different, yeah, th th there are different patterns for those. And so what we always try to do in our nutrition programs is try to match a person's patterns. Yes. So in other words, if a person can cook, we make it to where they can cook. If they can't cook, and we make it to where they don't have to cook and stuff like that. And being able to match those patterns is kind of the expertise part of everything. Kind of takes a lot of a let's say experience to be able to do that with a person and, and your overall knowledge of what to put where in a person's nutrition program. So in other words, if we just basically said eat chicken and broccoli six times a day for six months, yeah, you're going to lose weight. You right, know, right. That's what it works. Right. But like I said, if that doesn't match a person's lifestyle patterns, it doesn't really match whether or not they're going to get those results that they want to get. Yes. So one thing that we always look at when we're looking at patterns is one thing we have to remember as professionals in, in designing a nutrition program is matching a person's patterns through something that I call the eat program. That's what you, you make sure whenever people are making a decision on what to eat, they're basically, you ha it has to be easy, mm -hmm. it has to be accessible, and it has to taste good. It's good. And those things are all going to be varied for everybody. In other words, one person's going to have one way of doing things, what, what they think is easy, accessible, and tastes good, another person is going to be the exact opposite. Right. So it's being able to fit in that pattern. And so just breaking that down in the easy, accessible, and tastes good, when we're looking at what's easy, the things that kind of make that up is what is easy is what, what, what's the person's ability to cook? Can they cook? Sure. Uh, do they have tools to cook? In other words, they have the full functioning kitchen, yeah. uh, cookware, stuff like that. Crock pot. Yeah, skillets. all that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And do they have the knowledge on how to cook? Mm -hmm. Right. That's okay. Huge. So all that kind of goes into the easy category. The time factor. Do, do they have the time to put it in? If somebody's Martha Stewart, she can sit around and cook all day for everybody. No right. problem at all. But if somebody's working 80 hours a week, they're not going to find the time to cook. So right. you yes. have to... Put the meals that you prepare yourself at certain times and make meals that other people prefer, prepare for you, so, you know, at other times. The easy also is where are you at when it's time to eat? Are you at home all day? Are you on the road? Are you flying in an airport and yeah. stuff like that? That's why a lot of times we give people our, our cell numbers and text us. You know, if yes. you have to go into a certain restaurant because you got thrown on a trip out of town, Tell us what it is. We'll look at the menu and tell you what to do. It, you know, makes it easy right. for the person. You don't have to make those decisions. What's accessible? Accessible is basically what do you have available to you to be able to eat when it's time to eat. Now, that another thing that factors into that is the cost factor. So if a person has an unlimited budget, great. Mm -hmm. But if they have five bucks a day to spend on food, and I've had those clients. Sure. They literally have yeah. five bucks a day to That's eat. That's real. That's it. And again, when you're dealing with organically uh, grown and fed beef, that's five bucks in three right, bites. Right, <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So again, mm -hmm. you know, it's being able to what is accessible to that person. What can they get their hands on when they're supposed to get their hands on it? Tastes good. 
if it doesn't taste good, you're going to do it for about three meals. Right. And it's going to be over with. So you have to make it taste good. If a person says, I don't like broccoli, that's a problem. They say, I have to have, um, you know, a certain food item, let's say jello pudding. You know, I have to have that twice a week. It's, again, you negotiate those things out. Yeah. So what is it that tastes good? And what is it that tastes good on a regular basis? I know people that can't eat the same thing twice. I know that I have to eat the exact same thing. That I mean, I'm very, very patterned. Right. Because that's just the way I like to do it, but not everybody does. So it's being able to change it up for that person's palate. So that's where we get into the the easy, accessible, and taste good pattern theory. So mm-hmm. in other words, when you develop that pattern and you make the food easy, you make the food accessible, you make the food taste good, guess what? The person's not doing anything new. In other words, if a person is on a diet, going into a diet, just got out of a diet, or never even thought about a diet, that's how you make your decision on food. What's easy, what's accessible, and what tastes good. Yes. And so <coughs> if all you're doing is the same thing you've been doing, yeah, if you're losing weight and your jeans fit better every other Friday, that's a benefit. Right. right. And again, that's where our expertise comes in, is being able to fill those easy, accessible, and taste good needs in making it where it fits in the person's lifestyle when it fits. The other thing is that that person's <coughs> lifestyle can change on a regular basis. Yes. Right. The teachers. Teachers are, you know, they'll have one pattern for nine months out of the year, completely different pattern three months out of the year. <coughs> That's why we always encourage people, whether you hire us or someone like us, hire somebody to tell you what to eat when you're supposed to eat it and use their expertise to be able to tell you what's going to fit those easy, accessible, and taste good patterns for the different changes in your lifestyle and like vacations how to handle those absolutely well that's what i really appreciate about what you guys do is what i do i just have to make the workouts accessible you know it doesn't have to taste good it doesn't have to feel good in fact it's not going to you know and i don't have to make it easy either you know it does taste good that'd be weird that'd be real weird you know but the thing is like when i was in law enforcement last time i licked a client (laughs) (laughs) yeah don't lick the equipment either okay um the uh you know when i was a police officer like you're saying with the teacher my schedule actually changed daily, you know, because I worked 12-hour shifts. So when I was on shift in a patrol car, that was a completely different day than my day off. And then not only that, when I was on shift, you know, there were certain parameters financially that I wasn't able to meet that you worked in knowing that I was able to go to Steak and Shake for a discounted price. And so Steak and Shake was a part of my daily meal plan Mm -hmm. where it might not be a part of someone else's. But you walk in and you knew exactly what to order. I knew exactly what to order. I knew what to get. I knew how to tell them to make it. And it tasted Mm -hmm. good. And and it was affordable and it fit my standard, Mm -hmm. my parameter for my plan. If you would have had to have went to like Capital Grill every meal, you wouldn't have made it. I wouldn't have. There's <laughs> no way. You know, right. or even if you had told me that I had to prepare everything, like you were saying, I would have told you happen. I can't make that much food at home because I can't afford to buy it at the store. Yeah. We have a lot of alternatives that we work with now to make something easy. Um, you know, we might be able to te- you know, teach them to go to Deerberg's and Deerberg's has all these sort of pre-prepared meals that they're making now. Uh, or maybe we can teach them how to make a meal just with a rotisserie chicken and a frozen bag of vegetables and it might take five minutes minutes Uh, but we also have cookbooks that we can teach a person how to make a meatloaf for the week and how to make a chili for the week but given that 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 circumstance where I've had plenty of clients that just simply 
they just cannot cook food. I mean, they, that's they, me. They're doctors. They, um, you know, they get up at the crack of dawn. They don't get home until eight o'clock at night. They might have, you or know, they can't cook. Well, right, I mean, exactly. I'm that, both. Mm-hmm, yeah, I mean, I'll mess mm-hmm. up cereal. Yeah, and I, you know, I always try to guide people and give them the guidance on learning, you put on the learning in how first. to cook. Because uh, I feel, <laughs> <This is> dumb, <laughs> I feel like you can teach a person how to cook over time. I think it just takes time, and that's definitely part of the program with me is trying right. to better a person's ability to cook right. but it's just not an overnight process now we'll i'll use pure plates for example we work with pure plates we've worked with them for years uh, this is a pre-prepared meal company they have products that taste good and you can walk in at any given time and just pick up meals and eat you know and and be on your way you can have me you know a meal for dinner and a meal for lunch that day you can order for the week and you know decide what am i going to eat for every meal you literally could order breakfast snack lunch snack and dinner there if you needed to so there's options like that now um, we in particular like to use pure plates because they use a lot of organic ingredients their foods gluten-free um, if you need it to be dairy-free, it's dairy-free. They don't use soy in their products. They don't use canola oil. They're very specifically tailored to someone that's trying to live a healthy lifestyle. Um, I have cancer, you know, client cancer patient clients that I send to Pure Plates, and I have Pure Plates prepare their meals for them. They customize meals for you. So the tough thing about some of those meals, where you'll go to some of those pre-prepared meal places, and it's like, well, not everybody needs to eat rice, but that's the one that you like is the one that has the rice in it you don't like the one that has just the green beans in it and they don't customize it well pure plates does if you like the one with uh, rice but you can't have the rice they'll give you double green beans or double asparagus or whatever you're looking for we even order meat by the pound from them john does the turkey burgers from there well it's half turkey burger half grass-fed beef burger and he orders like 12 patties a week but we we order other meals too but there's there's options pure plates has two locations one's in Chesterfield and one's in Kirkwood. So given that you're really struggling with the prep part of it to make it easier, use a place like Pure Plates. Their website is pureplatesstl.com and they will actually deliver to your house, but they also deliver to our integrity location on Tuesdays and Fridays, or you can just pick up from their Kirkwood location or you can pick up from their Chesterfield location. To call and ask questions, you can call 636-778-3555 and that's pureplatesstl.com and roger and i've been doing nutrition for a lot of years and i can say what was it maybe eight years ago seven years ago we were at powerhouse and we had this specific room that what was it was it the tanning salon or what was that room which room the assessment room what was it before hair salon oh it was a hair salon we had in powerhouse and Roger wanted to turn it into a kitchen mm-hmm. and make it into like a pure plates, you know, and, and that was eight years ago, whatever. And everybody, there were none of these places out there then, you know, yeah. and, and it obviously would have been great, you know, but just such a process. And so back then when we were doing nutrition, we would have given anything to have places like this right. to be able to send our clients to because prep was one of the hardest things that they were dealing with and we were trying to come up with recipes and just sources and ways that they could get food we really couldn't even really send them to a place like Deerberg's or Schnooks because they didn't they didn't even have options you know 10 years ago like they do now so right now in the now when you're trying to be healthy 
you have a lot going for you. There are a lot of options. If cooking and if easy is what you're looking for, you have a lot of options, but you may not know what those are and you may not be making the best choices. That's what we do. We navigate that for you. That's how we do things. We help you to pick it. And the, the tasting good option and making sure it tastes good, it's just figured out. We're not gonna give you a food that isn't going to taste good, but understanding that you're gonna probably cycle through a couple different types of meals before you really find what works for you. Right. You know, if, if you go to Pure Plates and you get 10 meals, yeah, there's a good chance two of those will be meals you don't like. Well, you just kind of cycle through and learn which ones you like the best. Maybe even local restaurants like Bandanas, you could get their meat by the pound. Think of restaurants that you could work with instead of always feeling like you have to go to fast food you could go to the outback call them ahead of time they have a little parking spot they deliver the food right out to you and then boom you're ready to eat if you're on that's the road. another kind of newer thing that's come about in several the last restaurants couple years are like that a lot yeah, of restaurants are starting to, to do that or oh, they yeah, literally they're drive Uber it to you, you now yeah. i mean mm -hmm. it's it's yeah. neat how much more accessible the food's becoming but you know if you're wanting to spend ten dollars on a meal instead of five dollars on a meal and you'd like something a little bit different than a lettuce wrap hamburger from Freddy's or something like that go to Outback go to Red Robin go to what's that one in Winsville that we like to go to um, oh, there's so many of them that that have an option um, that that you can do that but you just call them ahead of time and order it you pull up they bring it out to your car it's super super easy so I like Roger's concept he's always had that concept and anytime I've worked with clients I've tried to have that same exact concept is making sure it's easy and that it's accessible meaning with your schedule you have a way and a method if you're a nurse you know what should be in your pocket you know what should be in the refrigerator you know what's going to be that that meal that's going to be doable in your environment it's easy for us to say sure run over to freddy's but when you work a solid straight 12-hour shift as a nurse you can't run over to freddy's you may not even be able to go down into the cafeteria so we right. need to we need to have something ready and available for you right so john Tell me, what do you feel like it takes just to be able to sustain a weight loss program and, and not just losing weight, but keeping the weight off? So I think the biggest thing when you're talking about losing weight, keeping weight off, just a lifestyle change is knowing what you're attempting to accomplish, how much you can put towards what you're trying to accomplish and how long you're going to try to keep that accomplishment. And what I mean by that is if your goal is just to lose weight for a vacation, if you say I'm going to the beach in eight weeks and I want to lose 20 pounds so that my swimsuit looks better while I'm on the beach, you know, that's a that's a different parameter than, hey, listen, you know, I've been 20 pounds overweight my whole life. I want to get that 20 pounds off and I want to keep that 20 pounds off. And the difference is if you watch something like The Biggest Loser, and I don't know what their success rate was or their return rate or who put weight back on or not, but what I can tell you is if you take a person out of their element, the element that Roger literally just gave an acronym for of having to make something easy, accessible, and taste good, if you pull them out of an element where they have to work a 40-hour week, if you pull them out of an element where they have kids, you pull them out of an element where they have to actually come up with the food and you put them in a position where the food is provided to them, they're told exactly what to eat and given, given it. And then they're working out, but not only are they working out, they're working out two to three hours a day, seven days a week, and they've never worked out before. So you take someone who's never worked out and you make them work out 20 hours a week, and then you feed them their food. 
you are going to see a substantial change in their body. I mean, it's going to be insane, which were the results of a show like that and other shows that have been modeled after that for a well, while. Even Survivor. And look, yeah. even Well, seriously, even Survivor, where you're put into an element where they, you're eating yeah. bugs or whatever, you know, just it, the, change, the change of element, that's going, to, that's going to occur. But the problem is real life comes back. So when you take these people and you drop them back into their world and they've got to be mom again, or they've got to go back to work, and then all of a sudden they're trying to figure out where to get the meals prepared the way the show used to prepare it for them, all of a sudden the weight's coming back on because it's not something that's sustainable. Now that's obviously a pretty um, extreme example, but that happens in our world as well where people will come to us and they'll be laser focused and they're like, I need to drop 20, 30, 40, 100 pounds, okay? And I will do whatever it takes to do that. So they wanna come in and they're like, should I be doing more cardio? Should I do this? Should I, and they'll do six workouts a week and 10 hours of cardio and they'll eat exactly what you tell them to eat. And that's all good, but my question to you is, will you continue to do that? Okay, because if you're not going to continue to do that, you're not going to sustain it. So what you actually need to focus on is why you have this weight, why you want to get rid of it and how you're going to do that. So I want to be healthy. I need to lose this weight and I'm going to do it by changing my lifestyle. And I'm going to start it by changing my food. And I'm going to meet someone like Debbie or Roger and have them tell me how to do that. Then I'm going to meet with a trainer and I'm going to work out a couple hours a week. And I'm going to do the workouts around that that they tell me to. And watch your weight come down. And it may be gradual. It may be fast. But it's going to be at a rate that you know you can continue to do as long as you continue to do those couple hours of workouts a week. And as long as you continue to eat properly. And, and I think that probably one of the biggest mistakes that I've seen people make on their own over the years is they always design things a lot harder than what they should. Right. It doesn't so, have so they, to be that They, they come in, I'm going to change this, I'm going to change yeah. this, I'm going to change right. this, I'm going to change this. If you actually end up with changing too many things, things go against it, mm. against you. And, right. And it works the exact opposite of what it's supposed to. But if you come in and say, I'm not going to change anything, I'm just going to modify everything a little bit, Again, fitting those patterns to where you're really not doing anything new. Right. You know? Mm -hmm. You're just doing the same thing, but just with a different pattern. Again, that's where right. the expertise comes in. Absolutely. And that's what you guys do. Because every time you meet opposition, you run the risk of doing something you shouldn't do. So every workout you're supposed Even to get with to. Even workouts, though. I mean, right. you, you figure that a person comes in and says, I'm going to lift, you know, 10,000 pounds. Yeah, you know? no, right. Again, did you lift it the correct way? You know, hire someone to show you how are you going to make that effective right. to work the muscle group you're actually trying right. to work. Right. It's very important to me. I tell people when I first come in, because you'll get people who haven't worked out and they're really nervous and they're like, are you going to kill me today? And it's like, no, I mean, what good are you to me as a business? How am I going to successfully change you if I make you not able to move for 10 days? That doesn't even make sense. We're going to work at the pace that I know you need to achieve the result you're paying me to get you. Yeah, I think um, people will um, just get in their head that everything has to happen so quickly. Short term. You know, it just quick has return. to be such a quick return. And, and, and that's really where they get in trouble because it's not sustainable. And again, understanding the math of it all, right. it can only happen at X rate anyway. Right. right. So in other words, there's only a certain amount of calories that you can expend off of your body daily 
that's it. Right. So in other words, it doesn't matter how, how hard you try or how hard you want to, it's going to happen at the exact same rate, right. the maximum rate, whether you want it to or not. Yeah, you'll hit a limit. Yeah, in other words, you have to understand what is the math on how much body fat can you lose per week, right. no matter what. Right. You know? and we've always, we, we love helping a person achieve a short-term goal, of course. Yeah. I mean, if they want to run a marathon or, again, look better for their swimsuit or whatever. But the, the main thing for us and our focus has always been so beyond that is we really just don't want to see someone in a year put all the weight back on and then they're walking around and they don't know what to eat. They went through three months and they lost a bunch of weight and they look really good, but then they go out into the world and they decide they're not going to come in here anymore and they just, honest to goodness, have absolutely no idea how to eat. That is the last thing that we want. So we've always really tried to train someone on a lifestyle. So even when we approach exercise, it's no, foam rolling, make the time for the foam rolling. No, you gotta get these mobility exercises in. You have to make the time for this. Otherwise, the strength training exercises that we do, it's not gonna work. You're not gonna work the right muscles for it. And over time, you're gonna get yourself so tight that it's not even gonna end up working for you. And then we start working the strength training and we get the cardio incorporated. But if we didn't stretch appropriately and we just threw you into cardio right off the bat, you'd probably strain something and then you wouldn't be here for a couple weeks. So it wouldn't end up working out, right. you know? So we've always Always tried to take things and really work it in a progressive form and making sure that that schedule was appropriate for the person so it became sustainable for a lifetime and when we work with someone on their food like when I first meet with someone on food for the first three weeks I don't assign cardio I don't know if you do or not Roger but I just never have I, they might be working with a trainer that's going to start up their exercise program therefore they're gonna start stretching and foam rolling and doing mobility and things like that I've just said for the first three weeks, get your food right. Yep. Get it get right. Food right. Yeah. Because if there's anything you're gonna, right. you know, if you, you're probably gonna not do something 100%, okay? And so if there's anything we need you to not do, you know, we need you to do the food 100%. Yeah, I've you know? got a perfect example that one of my clients, she's been going and working out for a pr probably a solid three years, and she was weighing about 148 pounds the entire time. And she was spending 10 hours a week working out. And she loves it. Sure. She, she's a workout fanatic. She's a fiend about working out. She loves it, loves it, loves it. That's fine. Okay? But it hasn't netted her any results at all. Right. Okay? But she loves to work out. She meets me. 12 weeks later, she's dropped off 22 pounds. Yeah. Looks thinner and be better than ever. And now the working out can actually work. Yeah. Right. Okay. Can see the and I said, results. no matter what, you know, if you're going to spend 40 hours a month, basically on an entire right. work week per month, yes. doing something that that you like, okay, at least make it work in the right direction by paying someone, whether it's me or someone else like me, to tell you what to eat because that's what the difference was. Right. You know. In and in my opinion, exaggerated weight loss, exaggerated weight gain, exaggerated weight loss, exaggerated weight gain, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, is very damaging for your body. I don't believe that your liver likes it. I don't believe your heart likes it. I feel that it is, it's really difficult for your body to deal with. So in January, when everybody tries to get you to go keto, or everybody tries to get you to do the big loser contest, or everybody tries to get you to do this, this, or this, or in April, because, you know, the holidays ended up getting to you and you never really got back on your food 
whatever your cycle is that you're creating where you're losing 30 pounds, gaining 30 pounds, losing 30 pounds, gaining 30 pounds, I'm telling you, you might actually be unhealthier on the inside than the guy that needs to lose 100 pounds, but he hasn't lost any of it yet. Right. You know, it, it, because it's just, it can be very damaging to gain, lose, gain, lose, gain, lose. So the next time that you decide that you're going to do something, my suggestion is don't do a diet, you know, figure out how to eat healthy every day. You know, I, I preach it every single day is stop saying the word diet, stop going on a new diet, stop trying a new diet, just decide that every day and kind of like what Roger's saying is don't change anything, just modify some things. Decide every day that you're gonna make healthy choices. Maybe at lunchtime, you are used to going to the bread company every day. So as he suggested, go to the bread company, but don't get that sandwich with the brown sugar on the uh, edges and the, you know, really thick, creamy soup. I always tell people order the kids meal. Yeah, do, well, yeah, that's <laughs> true too, yeah. You save three bucks and right, it's right. a third of the less calories. That's and right. Again, it's not a whole lot of decision-making process. You right. Know? You just choose one of the smaller items. And, right. and it's just modifying that choice, but learning how to make that healthy choice is the key. And if you're not willing to pay for the assistance, then you're going to be stuck going from diet to diet to diet and book to book to book and magazine, 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 or website. And it's just not going to be complete. Uh, you have to understand that bioindividuality is a real thing and that not everyone can eat the same way. So when you read the keto book, your brother that lost a lot of weight or your wife that lost a lot of weight on it, it just doesn't necessarily mean it's going to totally apply to you. Or just because someone came in and did a diet with me doesn't mean that they can go home and give that diet to anybody that they want to. And, ex and my clients have that happen all the time. Hey, write down what you're doing. And they're like, well, I don't know if you should do it you know i don't know yeah, if that's I can, for you well i can speak to that because when i was first losing my weight um you know i had a, a friend of mine that's a very similar build uh he's kind of where i was um after losing about 50 pounds you know he was a muscular guy but probably needed to lose another 30 pounds or so to get lean and then to grow skinny. from there yeah exactly <laughs> And, um, you know, he, he told me when he watched me drop that 50 pounds and kind of get to a similar build to him and then start to get in better shape, he's like, man, you know, can you write down what you're doing for me? And I did it. I wrote it down for him. And I was like, yeah, you know, I can let you do this. But really, I think you'd probably want to talk to the lady I'm talking to because that was before you and I were even really friends. I was just, you know, working with you. And um, so he started doing it and he did lose weight. He lost like, I think, um, six pounds or something like that. But he's like, man, you feel good on this? And I was like, I do, I feel really good. And he was like, I'm, I'm exhausted, I don't feel good. He's like, I, I'm falling asleep at my patrol car. He's like, I just can't move and I'll never forget um, you know, I came into you and I was like, look, I hope I don't offend you by telling you this, but I let a friend of mine use this meal plan and I think he's going to come see you. But for right now, he's trying to do this. And I just said, you know, he's really tired. Do you, do you maybe have a suggestion of why that would be? And you were like, well, is he your age? And I was like, no, he's a little bit older. And you were like, okay. And is he your build? And I'm like, yeah, he's pretty close. And, and I explained the symptoms and you're like, is he African-American? And I was like, yes <laughs> you know and i was just like weirded out like why is that a question you know well. i'm like yes yes he is 
and and I remember you said, "Well, tell him to take this out." And I don't remember yeah, the the movement. <laughs> I don't remember the movement, but take, take this out twice. and then put this in. And so I text him on the spot because I knew I wouldn't remember. And I said, "Hey, man, just switch." She said, "Switch this for this. Do it now, and then see how you feel." And the next day it wasn't like it took a couple days the next day he's like dude i feel great my energy's perfect his weight dropped another couple pounds and he was on point i know that's a long story but my point is that simple thing is why you can't just share the problem is in our world some people can like i might be able to hand that same thing to roger and he might go lose weight on it so on the internet you get yeah, these phenomenons where people yeah, yeah. accidentally find something that works for them and that's and, great but and, you're not guaranteed that, that that's whenever i say the phrase every now and then a blind squirrel finds a nut right because you it's, might it's, it's yeah i mean but like i said you need that expertise to know exactly mm -hmm. what is it that that person's going to need to fit those parameters, right. easy, accessible, and taste good. Yeah. Well, and I don't even want to accidentally fix my engine in my car. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to go tinkering mm -hmm. around under my hood and be like, I might get this thing fixed. I'm going to take it to someone who knows how to do it. Yep. So, you know, don't do that with your body either. Instead of going online and beating yourself up and, and doing like you said, to fix your car. Yeah. Don't you don't <laughs> want me to fix that. your car? <laughs> but you know, if if you start yo-yoing your weight, sure. trying to do it on your own, you may come see a professional like Debbie or Roger and actually have put yourself in a worse position than if you had just come before trying to do it yourself and make the next part of your process harder than if you had just come initially and started the way yeah. you should do it. And one time I do group classes and I do group, um, uh, I don't do like group exercise, I do group weight training. So I have a, a two hour leg class and then I have a back and shoulder class, an arm class. And I had a group of girls that were in, and, and Roger, um, I know you remember this down at Powerhouse where I had like eight girls that would come. And now they, you know, a lot of them come out here. Um, but there was a serious group of girls. Now they weren't our, all bodybuilders. They were just hard working girls. Right. Well, three of them didn't do nutrition with me or Roger. They did it with someone else. And so one of them kind of got this like, well, I'm gonna do what they're doing. I'm gonna mm -hmm. take down their diet. Cause all three of them did basically the same diet, right? And like you said, kind of worked. They all kind of looked good. So this one was like, I'm going to start doing it. I'm going to start doing what they're doing. Do you know that that girl put on probably 20 pounds, 20 yeah. pounds. We just kept getting more and more and more swollen. Well, same thing. It was African-American. And I said, now, wait a minute. Are, did you, what? Did she, so, you know, she eventually comes to me and says, well, can you help me? <laughs> Something's not right. Like I must've got something wrong. You know, I'm doing this wrong. And so I look at it and I'm like, well, yeah, you probably don't want to do this oatmeal or you probably don't want, that's not to say every African-American can't do oatmeal, but in her case, I just kind of knew what she could so, or couldn't so do. So that's the point is, it's not to say that everyone can't. Right. So that's the point. And it's not to say that every six foot four, 265 pound guy can do something, but you guys is, gathered expertise on that lets you siphon through that stuff so much more rapidly than let me go online and see if online says my Irish background can have this, yeah. you know? Yeah. And we just, you know, we just stripped some things. I said, mm -hmm. now it's going to be a, it's going to be a day to day sort of testing basis. Yeah, variables. You know, you're going to have to kind of take it out and kind of see how you feel and then add this and see how you feel. And it just takes time. And then she eventually got the 20 pounds off. But how frustrating would it be that you're trying to get yourself in better shape and you end up kind of more right. or less putting 20 pounds on and you feel like you're doing 100% of what you're supposed right. to be doing, you know? Now, on the same note, um, in another group, I once had a girl that um, had a, a, 
a background where you know she came from another country and she was accustomed to fasting so um, she was dealing with some polycystic ovary syndrome and so I said let's build that fasting in and let's strip all sugar out for at least you know three months and maybe start juicing some vegetables but let's do some fasting and so she had another repeat of her ultrasound and basically the doctor was just like it just doesn't even make sense you know you don't show any cysts anymore like they they were gone or you know and 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 the doctor just kind of thought well this just doesn't even make sense like what what did you do well she really implemented a lot of fasting well then w without me knowing one of the other girls in the group that worked out you know i didn't do their nutrition i just trained them you know and so one of the other girls in the group they wanted to do what she was doing and it was horrible for her i right. mean she was incredibly sick she needed the food she was incredibly sick like she just could not fast and i think it was because she kind of had like some adrenal fatigue going sure. into it and so fasting was kind of like the worst thing in the world for her. it was actually depleting her even more and making her even weak weaker so from a weight loss perspective you just really want to be careful the best thing in my opinion that you could do and it's not to sell sound like a sales pitch is truly find a professional and stick with the professional and and i mean give it a year and just say i'm gonna do whatever they ask me to do for a year and i'm gonna follow this religiously and i'm gonna see how i end up feeling you know but if you're gonna put 70 percent in it and then you're gonna get mad because you don't get 100 percent of the results then you're gonna be very disappointed because you're only putting 70 percent well, in that's it. the biggest thing is i think a lot of people have this idea and instagram and facebook have really made this hard on the average human being because you have all of these pictures of these people that are perfectly posed and perfectly pumped and then they have the perfect filters on their pictures and so you get these people they're putting out their workout plan right. and so the average person who's wanting to get into weight training looks at this picture and says okay oh, they, they say right. i can achieve this so i should be able to achieve this right. and i should be able to achieve this quickly but the problem is that person not only do they have all those filters and everything but they're doing that for a living yeah so you're sitting here looking at this phone and you're saying i'm willing to give three hours of workout a week that might not be in the cards for you yeah. that level you know so you can't let yourself get defeated when that doesn't come yeah you know when you don't have that especially in a short period of time yeah, you know for sure. what they do in you know 12 months might take you six years because yeah. of the time that you can put into that so I just kind of came up with what I felt like was a quick list for just essential, important items that you could start to improve and, 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 and to have healthy weight loss. And you guys, please chime in on some of these things. First things first is water. Um, if you're trying to lose weight or if you're just trying to be healthy, you need to start drinking water. If you do tend to drink tea all day long, you really need to switch over to some water. Like tell yourself, I'm gonna drink 30 ounces of water and then I'll have a, a big glass of tea. I'll drink 30 more ounces of water and then I'll have a big glass of tea. Or if you drink coffee all day long, you gotta make sure that you are allowing yourself to, to get proper hydration because fatigue will set in without proper hydration. Headaches, muscle aches, um, just a general inability to get proper muscle contraction. Digestion is gonna slow if you don't have proper hydration, so you're just not gonna lose weight like you should. Your liver's not gonna flush out the toxins. Your lymph system isn't gonna drain properly. But if you're really feeling a craving and you're really hungry, I challenge you to go and get eight ounces of water. I've done this before and it's worked great for me. Or if you're just feeling fatigue in the day and you think you need a snack, okay? So if you genuinely feel like, you know, it's like that one o'clock time or two o'clock time where you're like, oh, I'd like a candy bar right now. Like that's gonna give me a bump or I wanna 
caramel macchiato. That's going to give me a bump. I challenge you to go and get eight ounces of water. I even challenge you to do a finger full of sea salt, mineralized sea salt, and just eat it and then do, you know, dependent upon your circumstance, and then do that eight ounces of water. But drink the entire eight ounces of water. Don't stop. Just get it down. And then sit there and tell me, are you still hungry? Are you still tired? likelihood of it being the case or you're you're going to have the ability to maybe go longer than what you thought do you want to know why that happens why (laughs) (laughs) well actually they do (laughs) the way that a person is told by their stomach that they're hungry is actually by something that's called the vagus nerve Mm -hmm. and the vagus nerve is a nerve that goes all the way from your brain all the way down your body to the top of your stomach and the symptom of being hungry and the symptom of being thirsty is the exact same response. Mm-hmm. So about 80% of the time when you think you're hungry, you're actually you are thirsty. thirsty. Right. You are thirsty. Right. Okay. Because there isn't a difference in the way that you feel. And for the most part, most of the time you're going to be thirsty because you're not going to be hungry because if you've got stored body fat, you're fine. Right. Your body's going to be right. living off that stored body fat. Right. If, if your stomach, if you haven't eaten, yes. you know, so in other words, if you haven't done anything to make yourself hungry. Right. So in other words, that's why whenever you drink the water, that sends the signal up that you basically satisfied that need. That's and, a really, you're that's no a really longer feeling hungry. Not yeah. to mention, um, you know, I feel like the person that you find that drinks enough water on accident is pretty rare. Right. You know, the person exactly. who's getting the right amount of water in just without being told to. Yeah. That, you know, when you're getting that sensation, you're probably dehydrated or at least looking for water. Right. I mean, so suggested amount of water, it it varies so much and so many people recommend so many other things. A lot of people say half of your body weight in ounces Um, and that's fine. That's a good good, uh, place to start. You know, I take in probably 90 ounces in a day. Uh, One thing I will tell you that's a shortcut would be to keep a water bottle on your bedside and before your feet hit the floor, open the water bottle and have that water bottle thrown away in the trash can in your bathroom before you've even left your bedroom so that you start the day with 15 ounces of water. Your kidneys will thank you. Your lymph system will start circulating better. There's so many positives to getting that water in first thing in the morning then go make your cup of coffee. And that's actually the most important time of day to drink because it you is. just went seven or eight hours yeah. with no water yeah. and you're expelling water the whole it time. It changes everything. I mean, when I started doing it, I just cannot tell you how much more alert I feel in the morning when I do it. And I love my cup of coffee and I'm not taking my cup of coffee away and it's decaf, you know what I mean? But She will punch you if you turn it Right, exactly. But take that water in. But take that know? into account. Most people aren't are not only not putting that water in, they're then putting the coffee in right, first. Exactly. So you're like kind of furthering that dehydration yes. or that need for water before yes. you ever even get the water in. Now the second thing would just be fat. Don't be afraid of fat. So many people get to where they're where no. they're di- like. where they're dropping weight <laughs> and they think to drop the weight that they, they they just can't go near fat. They have to be really super cautious. A lot of folks will first initially come to me and when I tell them, okay, with breakfast we're gonna do the yolks or we're gonna do flaxseed oil and then for your snack we're going to do some nuts or some pumpkin seeds and then uh, for lunch we're going to add some avocado or we're going to add some olive oil or this or that they're kind of like wow isn't that a lot of fat like how many calories from that fat you know am I going to be having 
that fat is so good at controlling your blood sugar and keeping you from right. getting hungry. When you leave the fat out of the meal, that's when you're going to be hungry and tired uh, an hour after having the meal. It slows down the absorption of the sugar that you take in. So if you have, you know, berries for breakfast or if you have oatmeal for breakfast, it's really going to slow things down and make you digest them a little bit slower. In addition to the fact that it just extends your energy out longer. So you really want to make sure that you you're having fat and the chicken and broccoli diet this is so common i cannot tell you how many people have come into me and they eat chicken and broccoli every day for lunch and dinner they literally put no fat on the meal right. i mean none they're, right. they're scared to death of it they Just don't they MCT don't cook in it they don't they don't do anything it's steamed broccoli it's plain chicken you know, they baked it and they didn't even bake it in olive oil or anything. They just, they're scared to death the fats. Right. Like just throw some olive oil on the vegetables. Get you a good uh, mm -hmm. salad dressing, like the primal brand that's made with um, uh, avocado oil or use uh, avocado or guacamole or just get some really good quality fat, coconut oil, cook something with coconut oil or use the MCT oil. You know, that those are all options. Throw some olives in, in with your meal, but get good quality fat. This is just the revolution of science and the more data coming out that shows that fat in your food doesn't necessarily equal fat on your body. So the further into that data we get, the better off it's going to be. But I mean, I consumed, I'm not going to say a lot of fat, you know, but I consumed fat at every meal when I mm -hmm. lost 100 pounds. Yes. And I'm here to tell you as someone who has neurological issues, it's amazing how much properly fueling your brain with fats does for your daily thought process and your ability to be cognitive as well. I mean, it changes everything. And neurological means you don't feel fire. Right. <laughs> At all. Anywhere. You know, Anywhere like I can put my hand up. directly a fire, into a fire no and neurologically nothing happens. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are dorks. Okay. Okay. So anyway, yeah. side note there. Now we know that. But Don't stand in the fire. But realistically, though, fat does fuel your brain. And it also really helps to move things through your gut. And your gut and brain health are completely connected. So when you're constipated all the time, you have to kind of look and I getting enough fat think about that olive oil and what it might do it it's actually oil it might move things through your intestines a little bit better so when you're really starving yourself from fat that might be part of the reason why you're not stabilizing your mood well enough um, when a couple comes in and one of them is a lot grouchier than the other i often i often see where <laughs> that is so not true okay and i often see where they're they're one of them is really truly lacking in fat you know and so i just have to kind of overcome that and 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 really help them to bring the right fat in that's why you're so much grouchier than i am is you lack in a lot more fat than i do oh my gosh okay as far as i know i I might actually break the scale of optimism in comparison <laughs> to yours, just so you know. Okay. Every day I'm like, maybe this will be the day I have a conversation with John in the morning. And then he comes downstairs and I'm like, nope, it's not today. Don't talk to John. Don't, don't even look at him. The problem is the addition of the words in the morning. I don't drink my 15 ounces of water. Okay. Okay. So the next, um, little trick or, or, or idea that I wanted to talk to you about was celery juice, 
cinnamon, cayenne pepper, or hot peppers. So celery juice is something that I'm not just talking about throwing it in the blender and, and mushing up a bunch of celery. I'm actually talking about putting the celery juice in the juicer and drinking the juice. It's really great for your liver. It's a daily, just natural cleanse for your liver. This would be something very simple. It's a natural diuretic, would help your body to flush water. Just something very simple you could do every day that would aid. Well, yeah, tell, <laughs> tell us why that is. Uh, because any of the, the really good vegetables that have a large amount of chlorophyll, chlorophyll is kind of your, your body's own natural filtering agent. So the way you want to think about it is the chlorophyll goes into the body, is digested, and then goes through the bloodstream and, and the liver and actually attracts all the um, oxidants and basically pulls them out of the body. And then celery has that salt. I forget what they call it. It's a special type of salt that, or like a sodium in it, like a special salt. Mm -hmm. And that salt is supposed to be almost like chelation to the body and it actually just can help pull heavy, and, heavy metals out. I mean, everything. And I'd like to make the point that there's a lot of um, conversations surrounding celery juice right now with people being like, celery juice isn't magical. Just eat the celery, don't juice it. You can get into the semantics of that and argue that, but the reality is I'm here to tell you I'm not going to eat celery, yeah. but I will drink it. So just get it in. I mean, if you want to sit and chew on celery stalks and eat enough celery to make the same quantity of nutrients that's in what you're going to juice, go for it. But let's not knock the process and let's just get it in for the what they're speaking on. I will say, though, that some people just don't break their food down well enough. Right, they're, and that's what I'm saying. But, you can yeah, get into the digestion idea. Yeah, yeah. And there's people that argue so that. Juice but the reality is, so is it's like if you're going to argue that juicing is wrong i mean what's wrong with it just do it and if you're arguing it's not necessary then what are you even arguing about True. just eat it cinnamon is actually good for the blood sugar do you have anything you'd like to add to that uh, well, <laughs> what about on rolls it, it, it's actually a natural glucose disposal agent mm -hmm. so it acts very similar to like uh, your glucophage and your different uh, type 2 diabetic medications. Mm -hmm. And so basically it makes the body help. It, it, it helps flush the sugar out of the system by increasing the sensitivity to insulin in the receptor sites. So it's actually really pretty cool stuff. We Originally that was, the, that was what was used to, for type 2 diabetes before they came out with all the medications. But it works the exact same way. We have a protein bakery at Integrity Training Systems. It's Sophie's Protein Bakery, and I make um, muffins, I make cookies, and I make brownies. And even in my chocolate brownies, I put cinnamon in there. And I don't think you can taste them because there's so much cocoa powder. But I do that for that reason because I've just always believed that cinnamon was positive for that. I do, yep. do make her shakes where I'll put a half of a banana, and then I'll put cinnamon in with it, with the vanilla. And Perfect. I'll make like a cinnamon banana vanilla shake, you know, to kind of slow down the absorption of the sugar. So and, cinnamon and is that option. can make a person more glute, uh, more insulin sensitive that's awesome absolutely and then cayenne pepper or hot peppers what i've always done with peppers is now of course we're talking about metabolism but i've just always used them every day to kind of kill bacteria in my system so at times if I had a headache, I would take a tablespoon of habanero salsa and I would just eat it and it would help my headache to go away instead of taking an Advil. But it heats up your system. It, 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 it increases the temperature in your furnace, ultimately, which is going to help you to metabolize fat better. But I mean, it also really helps you to kill bacteria a little bit easier as well. The other thing it does is it helps open up the sinuses. Yeah. And so a lot of times when a person does have like headaches and stuff like that, a lot of times it's going to be sinus pressure 
and habanero is really good for opening your sinuses. I always tell people in the wintertime, especially during the winter months, always do something hot about every two to three days to clear out your sinuses because yeah. that's where all the bad uh, germs live. Yeah. They're going to cause a lot of the sickness and colds and stuff like that. When when we first meet with a client, and if I suggest eggs on what I write down, on every client I meet with, I always say they can have salsa or hot sauce. And I yep. say it for that reason. I'm always like building in these like secret things. And I do obviously tell them about it, you know, but when they learn that that salsa could actually do that, sometimes they add the salsa, you know, it's like, or they go get that pico that's already made, you know, that, that they have some, that has or some that peppers French. and things like that. Yeah. Right, exactly. But uh, Fremont used to always give me a habanero salsa. And remember I used to get it by the case and I don't think you've ever had it before. Mm -hmm. And I would literally just take a tablespoon of it if I had a headache and, and it did. just, it I just would zap your it. eyes water a little bit. That's perfect. Yep, that's, that's exactly, exactly and that's exactly what would happen. So my number four is get your digestion right. Understand that if your digestion is not working properly, you are probably not receiving the nutrients that you need to from your food. So I mean, if you only go to the bathroom every three days you have a lot of stuff that shouldn't be in your system that needs to get out of your system. But I'm bulking. There's bad estrogen yeah. that's that's lingering around. There's bad bacteria that's lingering around. And the reality is, is that you don't want that staying stuck in your system. Number one, you're not gonna lose weight if you haven't gone to the bathroom in three days. If you eat a food and you feel that food just sitting in your stomach, almost like a brick, and you know your body's not breaking that down, you wanna pay attention to that. So you wanna look into things like digestive enzymes before you eat to help break that down. Maybe the use, appropriate use of apple cider vinegar throughout your day to be able to break your food down better. But most importantly, probiotics, making sure that you're improving your gut environment is imperative. I mean, you really want to do this because again, that gut environment equals your brain. So if your gut starts to go bad, then your brain's going to start to go bad. Stress, anxiety, depression, attention deficit disorder, all those start to get even worse as that gut starts to get worse. Just taking a probiotic every day. Don't eat a yogurt to take the probiotic. Go buy a probiotic and just take the probiotic every day. It's a great way. Anyone have anything to add on probiotics or Dane Bramage or yeah. gut <laughs> Health. Heard about that. It's and neurological. Then, <clears throat> you got it. <laughs> and I normally suggest don't do it. Don't do a dairy. Um, don't do a, a probiotic that has dairy in it because not everybody does great with dairy. I would go someplace like O'Fallon Nutrition, and they'll have multiple shelf-stable probiotics. They sell the Garden of Life um, brand, but they also sell multiple ones, and they are so knowledgeable. They'll be able to answer questions of which one would be better. Well, for you can you. just start a whole different chain with something like dairy. Like you don't have to be. La I'm not lactose intolerant, but I'm dairy sensitive. <laughs> So dairy sensitive doesn't necessarily show up on an allergy test. But what happens is if I have a high quantity of dairy or I accumulate it, then what happens is I'll have the clogged nose and the sinus issues and stuff like that, or my stomach will even get messed up. Well, now I'm thinking the digestion is having different issues and it's really just the dairy I'm bringing in to help my digestion. Absolutely. So number five is manage fructose and artificial sweeteners. Understanding that fructose is fruit 
So you've got to manage the amount of fruit that you're having in a day. You know, you can't have a banana for breakfast and then an orange for your snack and then an apple at lunch and then berries in the afternoon and then cranberries at dinner. You're, you're looking at like 60 to 70 grams of fructose. And, and for weight loss, you should be closer to 15 grams of fructose in a day. And just for standard living, you should be really no more than 20 to 25 grams of fructose in a day. Now, if you're eating that much fruit, but then you're drinking a protein powder that's sweetened with fructose, look at your ingredients, you're eating a protein bar that's sweetened with fructose, look at your ingredients, you could be up to 100 grams of fructose in which at that point your cholesterol would be raising. Why would the cholesterol be raising, Roger? What happens to the liver with the fructose? Well, actually the fructose actually skips a process in the liver called phosphofurkinesis and it's converted to fat in the liver <laughs> instead of put into the bloodstream. You made so that's that why I up. No, no, it's <laughs> not made up. <laughs> um, now, so in other words, whenever you, uh, diabetics like to do a lot of fruit because of the fact it doesn't affect their blood sugar as much necessarily okay. because the fructose molecule, not the sugar molecule in fruit, but the fructose molecule is converted to fat in the liver and usually stays in the liver. And that's why we usually end up with a lot of fatty liver disease in a lot of younger kids because they consume so much fruit juice mm -hmm. and fruits when they're children that they have fatty livers. Yeah. So yeah. again, it's not very efficient to be able to say that I'm drinking, eating this expensive fruit to stay healthy whenever you're actually becoming fatty liver. Fatty liver is an inefficient liver giving you cholesterol problems. Right, so you really have to look at the amount of fructose that you're taking in a day. Now also- Phosphofructinesis. Yes, also that's look a, at your amount of artificial sweeteners that you're taking in and the types. We were doing a nutrition class yesterday and we looked up a yogurt and it had uh, aspartame in it. You know, it had aspartame and sucralose in it. And you know, aspartame is something that's really gonna throw off your brain and it's going to make you hungrier throughout the day. So if you're feeling more cravings, look at the gum that you're chewing every day. Look at how many pieces you're chewing and what sweeteners are in it. Look at the yogurts that you're eating and all the different products that have a paragraph's worth of ingredients. What are all those sweeteners? You probably might not feel as bloated and maybe not as swollen and maybe not have as many cravings if you're not having as many artificial sweeteners. And then the last thing is just move. Get up and move. Move, move, move. Um, weight training, yes, but movement is so important. Doesn't even break. So, right, exactly. <laughs> so it's just, it's so imperative. You know, if you cannot That's run, then walk. If you cannot do jumping jacks, then do what you can do. Stand up, sit down in the chair. Stand up, sit down in the chair. You gotta, you gotta start moving, you know, and if you're not ready to hire a trainer, then get outside and start moving. Move inside your house, walk around the house, drive up to the mall, walk around the mall, find an environment. Don't say, well, I like to walk, but it's too cold. Therefore, I'm gonna take the next three months and not exercise. Yeah. Your heart will let you know that's not okay. Walk up and down your stairs. It just walk, just get up and move. I mean, get up and stretch, get up and do things. Come to a place like Integrity. We have trainers that work with people, all shapes, all sizes, all sexes, all ages, and they help them and they keep them committed and they teach them how to be healthy for a lifetime. If you are not moving right now, get up and move. So those are my six ideas of how to, you know, just healthful tips to be able to approach weight loss. And the guys, I think, really took a good approach at, you know, 
giving you the dynamic psychology behind you know how to sustain weight loss and and really what it takes when you're approaching a program and what you should be looking for we've been doing this for a lot of years we have a five-month nutrition program where we tell you exactly what to eat where to buy it from how to prepare it what to order when you eat out what to do when you travel what you should be drinking and any vitamins and minerals you should be taking everything is taken care of for you if you would like more information on that nutrition program you can take a look at integrity traininggroup.com or for a free personal fitness assessment with any of our personal trainers at our O'Fallon, Missouri location or our Clayton, Missouri location, you can call us today at 636-299-2208. And I want to give a shout out to Dr. Richard Bly, B-L-I-G-H, drblymd.com, my primary care physician Mine who, too. who does concierge medicine. And Roger has known him for 15 years now. Dr. 20. Bly. 20. 20 Dr. Years. Bly has been my doctor almost, for almost 50, yeah, almost 15 years now. And I want to give him a shout out because two weeks ago I started a stem cell treatment with him and uh, I, I have an autoimmune disease. And I just want to talk a little bit, you know, for two minutes about kind of what that, what I'm noticing in that stem cell treatment. Typically on a daily basis, I really fight a, a chronic fatigue feeling. Um, usually it'll come around one o'clock and I have to take a series of different supplements at that time to try to get myself through the rest of the day because um, I usually start working the minute I wake up and then I, I, I work until the minute I uh, go home. It's just chores at home, chores here. I'm just always working. And so I really get to a point to where I feel like my eyes are shutting and I might even look like that at times because I really struggle. I get a lot of pressure behind my eyes. My, my face starts to swell up really bad. Um, I really get an extreme fatigue. There have been moments where I've been out on the floor and I've honestly thought to myself, I wonder if this will be the day that I just collapse in the middle of the gym and they have to like come in on a stretcher and take me away. I've been that fatigued and it isn't because I ate anything bad. It's just because of what I deal with, with the Hashimoto's disease. So I will say in the past, uh, I'd say 10 days, seven of those days, I haven't even remembered to take the group of supplements that I used to have to take in the afternoon. And you haven't even really been sleeping, right? Like you, you've been staying up kind of late, getting stuff done still too. So it's, right. it's like, it's not like your sleep pattern's better or something. I right. mean, it's yeah. really neat to it's see. It's been a noticeable change in just being able to make it through the day. Now there's been days where I've still gone and taken the supplements because it's like, oh, I forgot to take them. But what what is amazing is before that there Before were days where i thought i might actually wreck my car right. if, if if i have to drive right now because i'm so tired you know uh, and so it's pretty amazing to think that i've made it through the day without having to take those supplements so i'm pretty excited about that we'll see as we go how the stem cell treatments do but i'm very thankful for dr bly that he has medicine like stem cell treatments because for someone like me with an autoimmune disease it just gives me hope that there's a chance that i could i could possibly start feeling better you know, outside of the realm of all the amazing things that I do on a daily basis with my nutrition and with, you know, with, with all of this that I'm doing and how committed I am to think that something he does with me could help me would be amazing. Um, also the glutathione injections that he does, I can feel almost an immediate result from that. Um, that has made it to where the homeopathic doctor that I go to this last time, she normally goes directly to work on my liver and she actually didn't have to work on my liver at all this last time. So the stem cell treatment and the glutathione 
glutathione treatment through Dr. Bly made it possible for her to actually work on other areas of my body than to have to go immediately to my liver because of course my body is always sort of in some way challenged in, in the liver or the lymph system. Um, Dr. Bly also does concierge medicine. He is our primary physician and a number of our clients' primary physician. If you're tired of going to a doctor where you only get 15 minutes, maybe even five minutes of their time, Dr. Bly is your guy. Uh, he really takes the time and really puts it in. If it wasn't for him, I really wouldn't know what I was doing with my Hashimoto's or with my hormones. He does hormone replacement therapy and was one of the first people in St. Louis to do hormone replacement therapy. Just an amazing staff and just an amazing place. What I say is it's preventative, proactive medicine. And if you're not getting that from your doctor, I would really take a look at Dr. Bly. It's Dr. Bly, B-L-I-G-H-M-D.com. Or you can call their office, which is off of Ballas over there by Missouri Baptist at 314-994-1536. And again, for more information on a five-month nutrition program or to schedule a free personal fitness assessment with any of our trainers at our two locations in O'Fallon or Clayton, please call us at 636-299-2208 or take a look at us at integritytraininggroup.com. Thank you all for being here today and God bless. And thank you guys for being here with and, us. And uh, don't forget to move. <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs>